0: Today on The Breakdown, have we got something special for you. Oh, my goodness. It's a Live at the Bike cash game hand with not one player who you care about, but at least two players who you care about, and maybe the third. You might even like the third. We don't know. Check this out. Garrett Edelstein, a guy named Jonathan Cohen, who you know. He's a dude. And world champion, John Sin. They're going to play a pot where Garrett's going to be in a spot. But like, wow. Wow, wow, wow. And is Garrett gonna be able to extricate himself when he he kind of hits some pretty big, pretty good, pretty good cards there, man? But all the signs seem to be saying he's beat. Is he beat? Should he get away? What the heck, man? Is up down? Are dogs and cats living together? Locusts! We're gonna get into it right now in the breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Uh-huh.
1: Hey. First time. Just to clarify for the audience, locusts was not part of the opening. He was exclaiming because there's a lot of locusts in here, kind of out of nowhere. It sucks. <laughs> it's really bad. They, were, they I'm weren't sure it's lying. Fine. They weren't lying when they called it a plague of locusts. <laughs> I'm sure it's not a problem.
0: By the way, they, a plague of locusts is not like a group of locusts, right? It was an actual plague. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, are you saying...
1: Plague is bad. Yeah. As we've learned.
0: We, have, we didn't know that, but yeah. now we know it as, as a species. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There are a lot of locusts right now. It's summer. It's locust season, and as you know, everyone knows. They're flying
1: around. They're buzzing around the apartment right now. But once they die, think of all the protein. Great I mean, source of protein.
0: Every, I saw Snowpiercer, right?
1: Were those locusts
0: or... It's unclear. They were bugs of some sort, yeah. and it was awful. That's an all-you-need-to-know.
1: Captain America on a train.
0: That's right, who eats babies. Eat, Baby-eating Captain America.
1: I mean, who's to say that Captain America in the Marvel universe doesn't <laughs> eat babies? They don't explain all of his personal life. I
0: mean, we don't see every moment. How right? do you think I mean, he gets so strong? You think
1: one <laughs> injection in 1948 does it? Like, I mean, it has been me, a while. Give, give me a break.
0: <laughs> you got to have a booster yeah, shot or something. Yeah, you got a guy. booster
1: shot. <laughs> <laughs> the companies are pushing a booster shot, but the CDC is not not acknowledging that, that Chris Evans needs to eat babies yet. Not yet, but... But the baby-making corporation is like, <laughs> you know what, I think you need one a year.
0: <laughs> I mean, that would be an interesting plot twist, I'll say that, in the Captain America saga. Captain yeah. America four and a half, you know?
1: Captain America eats babies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be the good subtitle. I would yeah. see that movie. And he's
1: and somehow they pull off he's the good guy still.
0: <laughs> These are some bad babies, yeah. man. <laughs> These babies are on the wrong side of the track.
1: Yeah, you know... You know I, Hey, you can't judge them based on where they're born. I know, it's a little weird to say that. That was messed up. Yeah, it's true. Everything that's been said on this podcast has been okay except for that.
0: (laughs) Okay, let's just take a moment, though, and talk about... Okay, let's take a moment. In one of these movies, like a Marvel movie, could you have an evil baby? Like, obviously, you can't have a, an evil baby that Chris Evans eats, but could you have an evil baby that is just the bad guy, like the Thanos-level bad guy, but he's a baby. Not a baby that talks and is like that was an adult in a baby body. That's easy. No, an evil, an actual evil baby. So, like,
1: the intellectual capabilities of a baby. I guess. Sure. No, I don't think it's, I don't think you can pull it off. <laughs> like, it, like can, it, can it roll over yet? <laughs> like, how does it Yeah, work? yeah, it can roll. Just, yeah, sure.
0: And it can probably talk a little bit, but, you know, very basic things.
1: So it's like a toddler. Yeah,
0: it's like you know, hungry. I'm hungry. You know, and then it kills you with with malice. <laughs> you know. So
1: you know, it's more capable than your average toddler.
0: Sure. Well, because it's like you know, it's got to have powers. Otherwise, who cares if it's an evil baby? Why would Why would Captain America need to eat it? Okay, so I a- think
1: you can pull it off. Not as an. Not as an evil baby, but as a chaotic baby that doesn't know what it's doing. Yeah,
0: that makes more sense. It has
1: it has these incredible powers, probably the most powerful thing in the universe, but it has sure. no idea about it. It's just like accidentally killing. It's it just sort of like yeah, yeah,
0: it's like Godzilla where it walks. Godzilla like walks around as he's like just living his life, and he's like yeah. destroying the, the Golden Gate Bridge yeah. and killing thousands of people in San Francisco in those movies, right? Yeah, sort of like that. But Godzilla's really has no you know enmity towards the towards the humans. He just in fact he even kinda likes them, but he also steps on a lot of them. Like yeah. a lot. A Lot, lot of like, orphans. It's kinda like
1: how you might have an ant farm as a kid. And yeah. like, I like those ants, but then if there's ants in your kitchen, you're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill those ants it's in the kitchen. It,
0: it's not even like that though. Well the Godzilla part isn't like that. Godzilla, it's more like you're just walking in the you know, you're just walking in the forest and you don't know what little things you happen yeah. to step on. You don't see them. You're just doing your thing and that's it. You know, and you're not being super careful, but you're not you know, you're not actively trying to kill something, but it turns out you probably killed, you know, a billion a billion small creatures when you went for that hike. We're
1: all genocidal maniacs when you put it that way. Yeah.
0: Yeah, not me, obviously.
1: No, no, you do better than that.
0: I don't go for hikes. I don't breathe air anymore.
1: There are some orders of Buddhist monks that actually sweep the path in front of them to avoid killing anything. Aww, yeah, That's sweet. That's really arduous, I imagine.
0: Also, I mean probably they're killing a lot of stuff anyway, I guess, but they're like actively trying. Yeah. They're doing their best. Yeah. It's like, uh, I think it was in the West wing. They quoted some monk from something where it's, Oh Lord. Uh, I know, I, I know that I can't be perfect, but I hope that my trying to please you pleases you. And that's sort of like the, that's the same philosophy, right? Like I'm going to kill some things as a monk, but I'm going to sweep the path. I'm putting effort into not killing things. I hope that's good enough.
1: This is all relevant to the hand, by the way. Oh no, this is
0: going to come up on the turn.
1: Yeah, John Sin. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah. So uh, bringing it back to poker. Sure. Are we entering an era of poker where Garrett Adelstein is perhaps the best no-limit hold'em cash game player who does not base his game entirely on GTO? He's very non-GTO in many wow. spots.
0: Wow. Okay. I don't know the answer, but I'm going to immediately default to absolutely not. That feels well, like it's easier a,
1: to take the field in all cases. Yeah, I'm mean,
0: going to take a very I I wouldn't I wouldn't think he's one of the I think he's he's clearly darn good, but I wouldn't if you said name the top 10, you know, I guess non-GTO is the part of it, yeah. right? All right, let's try it right now. Who are the like, top 10 I'm say, non-GTO I'm players? i saying
1: this because like Garrett, Garrett Edelstein is like maybe he has some GTO basis to some of his he opening does. ranges and stuff. Yeah, of course, any good player has to, but he does a lot of things that are just like, I just think this is right right now, and I know all the solvers will hate and I don't care. Um, okay,
0: that's probably somewhat true, but he's also a guy who like, really pays attention to blockers and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? So that, that's all GTO stuff.
1: Okay, fair enough. I guess maybe better than GTO, I would say non-solvery is a better way to put it.
0: Okay, that, that's probably... That's an interesting thing to say, you know, in that, like... It's the same in thing. In theory, it's the same thing, right? But right. You, really, but, but it's, it's it, a different depth. It explains better what I mean. Yeah, it's, it's, a, much, it's a much deeper thing to yeah. do solver-type stuff, clearly. So that's fair. Um, huh, I think if you're saying a non-solvery player, he's definitely not in the top 10. Because like, there's a lot of non-solvery, really good cash game players, I,
1: I, I would guess. I guess, like, Phil Ivey? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm assuming Phil Ivey's not spending a lot of time on the solver. I guess I don't really know. At this point, he might be. I don't know. Yeah. um, I don't know if Doyle Brunson is too old to, like, have it anymore, but up until very recently, he still was probably one of the best players in the world who was clearly non-solvery, right? Um, Antonio, I think, is non-solvery. I think. I mean, I I
1: question Doyle and Antonio against Garrett. Really? For cash games these days. Really? Yeah.
0: I would be pretty comfortable taking Antonio over Garrett. Okay. But I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Let me be clear about that.
1: Garrett's done a lot of impressive things yes. on, in poker that are like, you know, I don't think I've seen Doyle do that many impressive things or Antonio do that many impressive things. They've done things that are good and correct. Maybe that's better. Um, they've done some impressive things, but like... They've done
0: some impressive things. Come on. Yeah. What are you talking about?
1: But it seems like Garrett is always doing above the rim stuff.
0: I mean, well, it's a pretty self-selected thing, too, like... Garrett plays on Live at the Bike like three times a week or something like that. All that stuff gets filmed. Yeah, that's true. People watch it, and then they send in hands, so there's going to be way more Garrett hands than of like Doyle or Antonio, cash game hands, for That's example. fair and like, true. S- like a massive different pool of it. Fair and true. How dare you? Antonio Spandiari, good guy. How dare you? How do you know he's a good guy? He, remember he reached out to us that one time and said nice things? said yeah. he, he was very complimentary that one time. Yeah. Obviously a good guy.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, he's got a kid. He's a good guy. He's like the a- salesman at the car dealership. Good guy, because he's nice to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fine, right? Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Garrett's good. Let's put it that way.
0: Okay. Garrett's good. Garrett is not someone I'd be thrilled to be playing against at any point.
1: When when Garrett first started popping up on our radar and, and hands were being suggested, he was doing stuff that was so out there. I wasn't sure he was good. Agreed. You know. and I just felt he
0: was really aggressive. That and at good.
1: this point, I feel like he's definitely good. Oh,
0: no question. I think he's... <sighs> If he isn't, I mean, is he's probably not the best player on live at the bike. Not that I watch a lot of it. I, I, I know you're going to say Dan Zach, right? There's Dan
1: Zach. There's um, Art Papazian. Pretty good.
0: Yep. I think Art makes some some cash game mistakes though. Sizing. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I would take Garrett over Art. I don't know if I would take Garrett over Dan Zach or not. I don't really watch enough. Andy's um, just
1: kind of a not as good version of Garrett, I guess.
0: Strongly agree. Yeah. yeah I would take all those guys over Andy. No offense to Andy. Yeah. Uh, that's not, a really, that's not really a put down on Andy. It's, right. more, it's more about putting those guys up. Um, Andy clearly is one of the best players on there, too. Yeah. But, but I would take all those guys over him, having said that. I feel like, yeah, he's a little too spewy, as the kids like to say.
1: Garrett can be a little spewy. He can. He
0: can. But he's got, I think, a little bit more control and is a little less ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably correct. Now,
0: you know what's going to happen. We're going to get at least two people who are going to send us either tweets or emails telling us how tight Andy is because we always get that anytime right, we mention every time. Andy. <laughs> always, Andy's and, the tightest. And he, and he never gets out of line, man. It's it's one hand, and it's like every hand I've ever seen any play. He's like got pocket deuces, and somehow it's been six bet, you know. And <laughs> yeah. it's like
1: crazy. So, no, but he's tight.
0: Yeah, I mean that's what they say.
1: Anyway, I mean the, the masses can think what they want. They can think they're this. Ouch! Most.
0: Whoa, whoa! Are you taking shots at our audience yeah, now? I the would audience appreciate.
1: Sucks. That, no, no,
0: not, we're recording Oh Say it after no, the audience is
1: great There it is <laughs> That's what I meant to when say When you
0: said the audience sucks, you meant they suck like fucking gold
1: Yeah, <laughs> because they're so good at so life rich. <laughs> They're so
0: rich, they just, they don't even want to suck candy or gum Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> A lot of I mean. people suck gum <laughs> <laughs> The rich suck gum, but the ultra wealthy just suck gold Yes You know
1: Of course, <laughs> that is what I meant
0: Smart, it's a smart play
1: yeah, I, I always question whenever somebody brings us a tweet or an email that, like, really definitively says, like, oh, you're wrong because of this. Like, we had it happen twice in specific scenarios. One, well, I don't remember the kid's name, but McAllister or something, the, where the yeah. guy who made the royal flush.
0: Yeah, McAllister.
1: Yeah, and then we never saw the other player's hand because it was, like, a live stream right. EPT. And there were lots of guesses. And one person said, like, for sure it's this hand. And then I think we, like, got confirmation from somebody else who knew better that it was definitely not that hand, you know?
0: I think we got at least three or four emails from people who claimed to be in the know in different ways, like, yeah. had some evidence, and they gave us... Di- all four of them gave us different hands. We got, like, the nut flush, we got... Or not, couldn't be the nut flush, but, like, the flush, we got a set of eights, we got King 10, which was Broadway, yeah. and someone else had some other hand. I don't remember what it was anymore. And they were all like, this is what it is, I'm telling you because I know him, or I saw it, or this, or someone was, someone was working the booth, whatever. All I heard was, but ne- we never found out for sure, and I I,
1: I... I wouldn't venture a guess as to what that player yeah, had. There's
0: there's no real reason to. I mean, he took a long time to think about it. He donked. When the flush card came in, he could have had a flush. Yeah. <laughs> that would be not crazy. I don't really remember the hand super well anymore.
1: No, nah, it's been four or five years. Yeah. Another thing that happened real quick was when we did a Daniel Negreanu hand, and we, we said he was making the free river play against Johnny Chan. Um, and... Which means like he was raising small in order to see a free river with his hand, and it made sense in the scenario.
0: Meaning he could like get your showdown, yeah, yeah, yeah right, get the yeah. showdown quicker yeah.
1: or improve and then make a value bet, right? And we had this guy who used to come on our YouTube channel and just shit on us every video we made and tell us how wrong we were, <laughs> tell us that like he had studied extensively, hours and hours yeah. of research of Daniel Negreanu in the era that we were talking about, knew exactly his thought process, and there was no way that we were right. And the day later, Daniel Negreanu tweeted that we were exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that felt good. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, I don't believe that Andy's tight,
0: is basically what oh, I Oh, mean. yeah, that was a long yeah. way to get there, but we got there. Yeah. Cool. All right, well, let's get into this hand. Yeah, because Andy's not in this hand. Nope. He's probably not even in the room. But world champion Johnson is in this hand. He is,
1: barely, but, you know. Shut the we'll, fuck
0: up, Grant. Work with the narrative. Sorry, talk, but work with the narrative. I don't want to. Go along to get along, Grant.
1: I'm outside the box, man, and I can't get back in.
0: No, stay outside the box. That's your part of the narrative. Outside the box. You're not allowed it.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah. That's but, comfortable. But stay with the narrative outside the box.
1: <laughs> the narrative says that Zach Parzik, yeah. new suggester, suggested this hand. Well, hello, Along Zach. Along with Casper Kwok. Of course. Not classic. a new suggester.
0: Classic Casper. That's what I call him now. Because every every hand he suggests is a classic. Casper. Clasper. Ooh, I don't know if he'll love that or hate
1: that. Doesn't matter, <laughs> right? Clasper clock. See what happens. Okay, no, there's an L in both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it works. Um, so yeah, this is alive with the bike hand. You can suggest hands on Twitter. We are the Poker Guys on Twitter. Suggest yeah. there. Include a YouTube link or any sort of video link and timestamp it. And I would like to say this. Uh... A
0: lot of times, people will send us like DMs in Twitter. Yeah, we are less likely to see those because you know we are not super active on social we media. We do. We do
1: eventually like eventually take a deep dive and look through them. But but
0: like you're going to be way more effective if you just at two poker guys yeah. and send a normal tweet. You're way more likely we're gonna it's gonna be on our radar.
1: Yep. All right, let's get to the hand. Okay. All right. So the the least famous player in the hand, John Cohen. Yes. Who I guess uh, probably a cash game pro did. Make a deep run in the 2019 main event, finish it like 50th or something? Yeah, 49th. Okay.
0: For $173,000. By the way, his Hendon, total Hendon is?
1: 174.
0: Well, 180. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, n- probably doesn't play many tournaments.
0: Yeah, he played, they, he, he had four caches all in the 2019 World Series of Poker. So, maybe he was going to start playing tournaments. Maybe he just got old enough to. I don't really know. But whatever it was, he hadn't been, he's clearly reasonably good that he yeah. had all those caches, although the rest were min caches, but still.
1: Anyway, I mean, he's playing in this game. Yeah. Live at the bike. Yep. And it's a big game. It's a 2550 uh, game with, I think, a forced third blind of 100. So it might just be a three three blind game, $100 big it's either blind. that or a
0: straddle. It's going to yeah. play the same. They're uh, calling
1: it a third blind on, okay. on the stream. Cool. So John Cohen is under the gun. He has queens. I didn't write that down, but it's easy to remember. It's definitely queens. Two red queens. Um, he's going to make it 300. Yep. Fine. 54K in his stack. Folds to Johnson in the small blind, so it's like even worse than the normal small blind. You have to call more yeah. than you normally do, right? Yeah. Uh, because it's a three-blind game. He's got ace of clubs, nine of clubs. Actually, it might be 50-50-100, now that I think about it. Either way. Okay. So you don't have to call more. But but
0: it's it's sort of immaterial with yeah. this hand in the spot, right? Like, we're calling with the ace-nine of clubs here. Yeah,
1: he does. Garrett is in the big blind with ungodly amounts of money, as he likes to bring to any cash game he's yes. in. 188K in this game, which I... I guess if Matt Berkey were there, maybe they would have each other covered and or close to it and be able to get in a huge pot. But most people aren't bringing that much money to this game. Yeah. He's got six three of spades. He's going to call from the, the big, big blind. Seems fine. Seems fine. Pot's $1,050. Cash game. Okay. Hey, guess what I didn't do? Write down the flop? That's exactly what I didn't well, do. Well, I, I can... sort
0: of... It's queen, nine, uh, six. Yeah, queen it's of spades, spades.
1: Nine of spades, six of clubs.
0: See, I, you didn't write down... I remembered it. Though. That's amazing. Yep. This brain is amazing, uh, yeah. Queen nine six. So that's My a kind brain of it's,
1: is genius. it's
0: it's a pretty interesting flop in that like Garrett flops a pair and a flush draw, and of course top set for John Cohen. By the way, Johnson, world champion Johnson. I'd like to add. Don't forget about him. He makes uh, you know middle, middle pair. pair with
1: a back door not flush draw. Yeah, you not know. two shaps. Do you know what I was singing there? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That? The Michael uh, Michael Bolton yeah. Lonely Island. Yeah, uh, um, incredible thoughts. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's a great song.
1: Phenomenal film. Underrated pop star.
0: Yes. See it if you haven't and you like stupid comedy at all.
1: It's like the music's actually kind of good and also hilarious. Yeah. You should definitely. If you it. like
0: Hot Tub Time Machine, you'll love Pop Star.
1: Pop Star is infinitely better than Hot Tub Time Did Machine. Did I not
0: just say yeah. those words in another way? Weirdo.
1: But, I, but you also, you didn't exactly because you don't have to love top tub, Hot Tub Time Machine to love Pop Star.
0: I didn't say you have to... Did I, know, I say it makes, any of those no, things? No, but it makes it sound
1: like it. You said, if you love... Like, like, I said,
0: if you liked this, you'll love this other thing. You're crazy. You're just if you liked Horrible Bosses, you're going to love Popstar. It's
1: Works not fine. even really in the same category as those movies. They're, they're comedies. Yeah, that's the only way they're in <laughs> the same category. That
0: is crazy. They're absurdist comedies, all three of them.
1: Popstar is way better than those movies, and it's like a musical comedy. It's different. It's a musical
0: comedy, but they're all absurdist, right? Yes, Jonathan. They definitely are.
1: I don't know if
0: Hot Tub Time Machine.
1: Horrible bosses (laughs) is absurdist. It's It's less absurdist, but it's
0: totally absurdist. Remember like Jennifer Aniston is like the dentist who's like sex sex obsessed with Charlie Day and stuff like that. It's not
1: absurdist, it's just like nineties writing.
0: It's first of all, it was like two thousand six. I
1: know. I'm saying it's like nineties writing. No,
0: no, no. It was supposed to be it was supposed to be absurdist. Come on.
1: Okay, if you say so.
0: I do say so.
1: Didn't seem that absurd. Kevin Spacey was like a murderer. That seems normal.
0: <laughs> was he? He was a murderer, wasn't he? Uh, maybe he was I, a bad guy. I don't yeah, know if he was a murderer. Colin uh, Farrell, uh, you know, yeah. making fun of people you're, you're not allowed to make fun of. is fabulous. That, really was, funny. that was
1: pretty funny. Yeah.
0: Okay, anyway. Anyway. Here we are.
1: 1,050 in the pot. We've got top set for John Cohen, the least famous man in the hand, but the best hand. Oh. So I guess what matters more? You know what I'm saying?
0: I mean, I'd rather have the best hand.
1: Yep. Queen nine six, two spades, he's got two red queens. Garrett's got bottom pair and a flush draw. Johnson's got middle pair. It checks to the original John. There's two Johns in the hand. Very confusing. Who has a set of queens? He's gonna bet. He bets really small, which is interesting, but it's three fifteen to ten fifty. What do you think about that?
0: I don't know why he's doing that. I mean, okay, I know he's got two queens in his hand, there's only one queen left. But this is a wet ish board. Like, there's a lot of straight draws and a, a clearly flush draw. The spade draw as well, but like queen nine. So jack 10, king 10, king jack, all straight draws. Uh, eight, 10. Seven, eight, by the way. There's a six on there. Yep. Seven, eight, five, seven. Five, I mean... Eight. yeah. All those hands are going to call if we bet 350. Yeah. Don't we want to bet a little bit more? I mean, I know we, we want to get action, but we don't want to get too much. We don't want to let the whole world, and we don't be, effectively give
1: infinite odds here. Right, right, and then not know which straightening cards would hurt us. Like, a, a spade is pretty obvious, but yeah, any of the cards that make a straight then aren't obvious because it could be any combo of those There's
0: straights. too many of them. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't, like, we would normally, if we had ace-queen here, we would just bet more than 350, wouldn't we? I feel like we would. Now maybe well, Maybe not. Maybe John Cohen's more of a tournament player. I don't think so, based on his Hendon. I know, but maybe he's an online player or something. Maybe. Like that. Um because that this is this feels like even tournament sizing this feels super small based on this board um against two opponents. Like I think you just bet more usually.
1: Well I would I would say maybe he's hoping to get raised so he can three bet. Okay, maybe. Uh but future events kind of make that. Yeah. Untrue. If if that was the
0: case, that would be fine. Yeah. Um it feels like he th- feels like his hand is so strong that he just wants to make sure he gets action no matter what. Instead of thinking like, how would I play King Queen here? Or, like I should bet the way I would the way I'd bet King Queen or Ace Jack. Let's if take I, it a
1: step further and just do it based on the board, right? If we're yeah. going to see bet this board, it's a board to bet bigger on.
0: Well, that's what I mean. If yeah. you have King Queen, oh, that's but you're right. It doesn't yeah. matter what. If you're c betting at all, yeah. you're, you're just going to bet more because it's it's wet and, and there's two opponents instead of one. Yeah, they're much more likely to be people who are going to be calling with draws. Right. It's not that we need to price out the draws, but we need to charge the draws. Um, appropriately at least, right? They're yeah. going to call. Like sp- Garrett's never folding this hand no matter how much we make it, right? And if Garrett had a flush draw of any kind, he would call. Yeah. But we want to charge him the right amount rather than basically make it cheap and easy for him. It also sets up different kinds of turn spots depending on how big the pot is, right? So make- making more now make- means we can make a bigger pot later too and make a bigger bet later.
1: Yep. I mean, it's yeah. no
0: limit. We can make a bigger bet whenever I, we want, It still. seems
1: like an odd bet size.
0: I think it's a very strange bet size. Yep. I think it's a mistake. How much, how much would you bet?
1: 700, 800.
0: That seems great. Um, I think you, even if you want to go a little smaller, fine. But you got a bit more than half the pot, right? Like yeah. that just feels like clear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, seven eight hundred seems totally fine. But I guess I guess what he wants to do is he wants to get called by like the nines of the world. Right? Well, he does. Well, he does by betting three fifty. Yeah, John, maybe nine hundred so, folds out a nine, right. eight hundred folds out a nine. But
1: I don't think that's worth the. I agree. The other problems with I agree. I
0: think seven hundred's a good amount.
1: Yeah. Well, Johnson's going to call with a nine. Okay. The small blind. Sure he is. Of course he is. Yeah. He's got the backdoor nut no a flush draw, too. All right. Garrett is going to raise, but should he consider calling instead? He does have, I guess, some showdown value. Maybe if Johnson folds, Garrett just calls.
0: Um, I think he's much more likely to just call, but now he knows. Johnson is mostly capped here, right?
1: Mostly capped, but also mostly has Garrett currently beat. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So a raise is very valuable. Yeah. Um, also, being out of position to the better means this could check through a lot on the turn, True. and then Johnson's probably going to check call a lot of Garrett if Garrett tries to bluff. You know, try and get Johnson to fold. He only has to call one more bet instead of multiple bets. So, I like this race from that point of view a lot, like a lot. And there's no actual reason that we ha- that um, John Jonathan Cohen has a huge hand here, right? He happens to right, but like he's going to fold with a lot of his range here, right? I mean. Is that really true? Is he betting Ace Jack here? I don't think he is. Most players aren't. I wouldn't. But I, I wouldn't mean, just bet my my total misses here.
1: But Garrett raises big. He raises to two K, and yeah, it it works effectively against Johnson for all of the reasons you said. Against Cohen, if he doesn't have a set of Queens, you know, if he has an overpair or a good Queen, he's going to call. But yes. Garrett could still win the pot later without improvement. He
0: might be able to win the yeah. pot later, yeah. And because he's Garrett, he may struggle with that, but. He's going to get called more, but it means he's also going to get, this is the kind of hand where he can, he's going to get there half the time. So yeah. you figure like, well, I get it there half the time and some of the time I'm going to fold them out and you put all that together. This is a winning play.
1: Yeah. It seems like it.
0: Yeah. I like this as a race because of Johnson calling. Yeah. Otherwise I think it should just be a call. Like you're saying,
1: I agree. So 2000 over the three fifty. Cool. All right, so here we go. Now's your opportunity, John Cohen. Like you bet small, you got raised. Let's well, three bet, right?
0: I mean, 3-betting sounds pretty cool to me. We have the
1: nuts on a super wet board, and we just got raised by the big blind who could have any of the straight draws or flush draws or anything. Or two-pair, by the way. Yep. Seems like raising is great.
0: Raising seems cool to me, man. Uh, We're probably going to get called a lot by Garrett if we
1: raise. Exactly. Right? Uh, And why don't we charge the maximum against the draws? Like, sometimes we'll fold out the draws, which is fine. Sometimes we'll get called by two-pair hands. Sometimes we'll get called by draws, which is also fine. Also, we've got the nuts right now.
0: It may not be the nuts for too much longer. It's getting very more, unlikely
1: to be on this board.
0: Getting more money in now is a good idea, you know? And it's Garrett. So we don't necessarily have to fold when Scary Cards comes because he can have a whole range of stuff. If, he, if he's, By the way, if he doesn't have a draw and he has a made hand, we could get a lot of... Maybe he flopped a set. We could get a lot yeah. of money. We get it all in right now possible but by raising now we also give ourselves a chance to make this pot as big as possible later on right if he calls here and we need to go bet bet and he goes call call now the board's gonna have to run out in a particular way for him to do that right yeah like he may fold the turn sometimes if he doesn't improve and depending on our sizing but we don't know what he has uh we might be able to get three full or four basically five streets of value actually not even three five streets you I never know? even heard of such a thing. I've never heard of it either. But right now, we're, we're seeing it potentially in action. This feels like, yeah, we should three bet. Also, let's get rid of John Sin instead of just letting him come along with his draw. Now, he doesn't have a draw. No. But, but if he had seven, eight, he's going to feel obligated to call, I think. Yeah. We're deep enough. He's like, well, spades are bad. But, yeah. I mean, I'm closing the action. There's a lot of money in there. And there seems to be pretty good implied odds here. You may not see the straight if it comes in.
1: True. Yeah, so I think we both prefer a, a three bet here for Cohen. I
0: mean if we're going to bet 350 and get raised by Garrett after John calls, let's go.
1: Instead he just calls. Yeah. So just, uh, that makes me really not understand the 350 bet originally. Yeah, like right. the one redeeming thing is maybe we'll get raised and we get to 3 bet, but that did not happen. No, it did not. We did not 3 bet. Anyway, Johnson folds cuz he doesn't really have prospects except for the backdoor not flush draw. That's not good enough. Yeah. So we've got 5400 in the pot now. Okay? Nitrogen Sports has 5400 in, in your face. In your face? Yeah. 5,400 uh, seconds of fun. Yes. 5,400 ways to enjoy. Uh-huh. 5,400 nitrogen element. You know how
0: long second, 5,400
1: seconds is, right? I know exactly how long it is. It's about 5,400 seconds.
0: It's a. You said I know exactly how long it is. It's about 5,400 seconds. So why don't you go in the corner and, and think about your life? No, there's bit. too
1: many locusts over there. <laughs> Not my problem. <laughs> it is your problem. It's your apartment.
0: You're right. But you know where there aren't any locusts? Nitrogen. That's right. The nitrogen. Digital.
1: This digital space does not yet support locust.
0: They don't even have have any uh, locust avatars that I'm aware of.
1: Yeah. Which is good.
0: I mean, they're always coming up with new avatars, right? Your avatar looks like a locust.
1: It does not look like a locust, but it does not look good. (laughs) No,
0: it looks horrible. Grant has a a custom avatar, and he looks dumb.
1: So do you, buddy.
0: Yeah. What 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 do we
1: look like again? Remind me. I look like a uh, dumb baby. I yeah, think. you do. And you look like a like a Nazi era anti Semitic cartoon.
0: That's exactly right. Yeah, um, but they did that for us. <laughs> yes, that was supposed to be like cool, and it was cool that it they is made cool that.
1: Cool to have custom avatars. They're just
0: not, you know. I don't think that's what we look like <laughs> so not. much. So anyway, um, but they do have lots of great stuff. And if you go to our our uh, the, the the in the show notes, the description, of show this, notes, yeah the podcast there's the link and you you know click the link sign up for nitrogen that way you get access to our incredible tournament with the massive overlays every month they've been doing it for years they're giving away free money they're going to keep doing it they got casino games they got sports betting it's all in bitcoin meaning it all comes comes in and goes out super fast much like that indian food i ate last night <laughs> <laughs> but um you know you get your money in 90 minutes unlike days like those other other poker side yeah those bastards yeah
1: get in there get you some poker do it is that true about the indian no you just made that up. i
0: just said i just just came up with that yeah okay for the joke
1: well i guess it's okay
0: what do you mean you wish it was true
1: yeah that'd be (laughs) funnier
0: (laughs) (laughs) well um yeah it always seems it's always better if if you think something's real right but i decided to lift the curtain on the illusion for you and the and the audience this time that's great but most of the things i say are not true Anything I say really is yeah. not true. Just know that, and it's all for this. It's all because it seems better if it seems real. You'll appreciate it more.
1: It's like now you see me too.
0: It's like the the scene where they're passing that ace of spades around. Yeah. You know, and the those poor
1: Chinese officials can't seem to figure it out. Yeah. yeah that, That's a uh, incredible scene. <laughs> <laughs> really, just brings you into the world of magic. Oh. Did you? I, ju- okay. Now we're really going. Now for we're going foot. to Now you see me but too. Here
0: we go. So I sent Grant a video which was about the magic in na- the Now You See Me movies. And it was called, like, so are these people just wizards or what? Yeah. Did you actually watch that video? I did not, but oh. I,
1: I got the gist of it from the because I thought the same thing yeah. watching the movies. Like, they're doing things that are actually magic. It's <laughs> yeah.
0: really funny because the, the guy actually, so he does, like, a 20-minute video on it. And, like, some of the tricks are actual magic tricks or tricks that have been done. Yeah. But then most of them are complete impossibility. Uh, they, like, there's one where Jesse Eisberg, in, in the second one, he's standing, and there's a little puddle, and he falls backward in the puddle, and he just turns into water. <laughs> <laughs> and he disappears, and now he's across the city. And they don't explain it because there's no explanation because he is actually an elemental. Yeah. And that's like most, most that's, it's, it's a pretty
1: great video. Yeah. Anyway. That's uh, it's kind of embarrassing, honestly. Like, it's shocking that they, that they make these movies. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the end. <laughs> All right. We've got 5,400 in the pot. Yeah. We've got John Cohen with top set of queens and Garrett Adelstein with... Uh, am I saying that right? I know we were corrected on how to say it. I think it's Adelstein.
0: I'm going with Adelstein. Yeah,
1: um, With 6-3 of spades for bottom pair and a flush draw. Yeah. On the queen, 9-6, spade board. The turn is the deuce of clubs. I mean, somehow, we got a brick on the turn. Like, how is that possible? Would it wouldn't have been if John Sin was in the hand. He would have had the nut That's flush true.
0: That's true. But, like, from... Uh, from Jonathan Cohen's point of view, oh, yeah, it's an
1: incredible card. He still has
0: the nuts. Like yeah. it's incredibly hard to still have the nuts yeah. with so much of the deck is going to make you not the nuts at least. Right now, you you it's not going to really affect you that much. Like you're never going to fold, right? Right. But still, to be like, oh, I still have the nuts now. This is incredible. I would be really thrilled. Of course, like what a deal that this card came off.
1: All right, as Garrett, how do you want to proceed? Do you have fold equity? I don't think we have very much fold equity. But is it easier to play it as a bet than a check? Well, well,
0: the things that happen when we bet are um, one, we get to set the price. Yeah. Which I like a lot because we're getting to the river with this hand, right? Well,
1: unless he goes all in or something. Of course, but he's not going
0: to go all in. Like, we're so deep. Like, he sells like 50K back or something, right? Like, so uh, assuming normal things happening, right? And in this game, I would I think it's reasonable to expect, that, especially from this player, right? This is not like a total weirdo, maniac dude. He's just yeah. a, he's a solid, good player, yeah. as far as we know. It seems like it. Yeah. Um. So I so we get to set the price, which is super sweet. Um. Since we're going to check all in, and we'd rather bet, maybe we can eke out a little bit of fold equity. Maybe there's a little bit. I wouldn't think there's much at all when he under the gun calls our raise. There, yeah,
1: he's got an overpair a lot of the time. Or he's, he's got a queen
0: or an overpair or the nut flush draw. Yeah. Maybe if we bet big enough, we could follow the nut flush draw, but we're beating the nut so flush draw right now. So if we bet right
1: like now. 6K into 5,400?
0: We're a significant favor of the nut yeah, flush draw. Yeah, we don't though, need to
1: fold that right. out. Right.
0: Now, the thing is, it's going to make the river weird because the, the nut flush draw is going to call, and yep. then we're probably going to check an unimproved card, and then I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to probably fold a lot, which is going to suck. But I don't know if the nut flush draw is folding for almost any sizing that isn't absurd, you know, when he's in position and we're Garrett.
1: I think, I think the biggest point is trying to set the price and see a river against the overpairs in and the top pairs. Yeah, like, so if,
0: if we can bet less than we would have to call, that's already a win. And maybe, we, maybe again, we eke out a tiny bit of fold equity sometimes. Yeah. Maybe he's got 7-8 suited and called once. You yeah. know? And he's like, all right, all right, like this isn't a great spot anymore.
1: Yeah, that could be. Anyway, Garrett does bet. He bets 2K into 5,400, so it's pretty small.
0: I mean, he had raised to 2K yeah. the last week. So he expects to get called is what it I would seems guess. seems like it. He's just trying to set the price cheap.
1: He's not going to get called. No. John is going to raise to 12K. I like it. I like this play a lot. As opposed to calling, you mean? Uh, I like the sizing sizing and I like it as opposed to calling. I mean,
0: he definitely can't just call, I think. I think it's a huge mistake to only call. So the raise feels like, um, if you didn't want to three bet the flop, you have to raise this card.
1: Right. I think, like... Maybe what he was doing on the flop, not that I particularly like this thought process, was to see a turn card, and if yeah. it's super safe, then go for a raise and charge the max.
0: Um, yeah, and it wouldn't just have to be that. It could also be like, check out Garrett's bet sizing. Not, not, no. With this card, we have the nuts either way, but there are a lot of other cards where we could see how Garrett sized it. Like, yeah. a lot of straightening cards were going to come, right? And um, most of that's going to miss Garrett. Once in a while, it's going to make it for him. And if he bets tiny, maybe we raise anyway. And if he bets big we just call kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, But I think you're right. I think what he was doing was like trying to put Garrett in a spot where if Garrett had a big like straight and flush draw or something like that, now the equities don't run so close together. Right. Right. Now we're a big favorite instead of being, we were still a favorite, but we weren't a massive favorite. Now we're a massive favorite over that. Right. Yeah. So I'm cool. So, so that's cool. As long as he pulls the trigger and I like that he sized it up big, especially because Garrett sized it down. Right. He's like, "Well, I'm going to pretend you you bet more normal, like you bet like 4k yeah. and I'm making it 12." I like that a lot.
1: Yeah. Is that I why mean, you liked
0: it or do you have other reasons?
1: Yeah, those are those are reasons and also like w- with what Garrett's representing? If if he had a made hand, he's probably calling.
0: Yeah. I think so. I mean, we don't think Garrett's the type of guy who's ever going to on the flop just raise a queen. No. Even ace queen, I wouldn't really expect him. maybe ace queen once in a little bit, but against the under the gun raiser, probably not. Yeah. So now we're looking at, like, two pair or better for made hands. Yep. That's
1: and then, great. So we get to get max value from those and charge the max to the draws, which if they fold or call, they're both fine with us.
0: Right, right. We just don't want – but letting the draws get to the river for 2K is not okay. Yeah. So yeah, this is good.
1: Yep. So what do you do if you're Garrett? This is now a pretty interesting spot. It's 10K more to call. Yeah. Like It's not that great of a price, and we're basically just going for a flush at this point. Like, maybe a 6 is good, but – is a six good? A six could really be good. It I mean, c- I mean, he's raising an overpair.
0: I mean, the only eh, that's interesting. He's probably not raising an overpair. That that would be unusual. Yeah. I mean, obviously, people do it at lower limits, right? But like at these higher limits, mostly they don't do that stuff. Yeah. Right? Most of the overpair just calls because they don't want to reopen the action.
1: Like it seems like this guy has the nut flush draw, a combo draw, or a set. Yeah, maybe he has queen-nine suited, but... Probably not. He opened under the gun. I know, but it's at least possible. Yeah.
0: Um That's the only place where the six actually matters. Yeah. Right? Um Actually, no, I guess... No, yeah, because because we don't think he has an overpair. Right, so queen-nine suited. We could hit a six and actually take the lead from yeah. when we were behind. Everything else is problematic.
1: We just have a bad flush draw, except for, I guess, we're ahead of the combo draws and then a flush draw if he's going to play those this way.
0: Yeah, and also... um, the good thing about hitting a six is, of course, it makes it much easier to call if the nut flush draw wants to bluff the river. We can make calls there instead of just, like, we probably have to fold mostly if we don't improve at all, right?
1: Well, that's if we hit a six.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, I'm just saying you're talking about a six specifically. Yeah. A six is a harder we can call on. Right,
1: I'm just saying we just have a naked flush draw, essentially. It's not, like, we, uh, don't, we probably shouldn't think of this as, like, this great hand with the pair right. flush draw against this range anymore. Like,
0: hitting a three probably isn't super great for yeah. us because we're losing to all of the main hands right. anyway. Yeah. Or we should be, at least. Yeah. Yeah, six. We might be ahead of a little, but yeah, not much. Yeah, yeah. We're kind of rooting for a combo draw, which is weird. Yeah. Since, but that means we're ahead.
1: We're at least ahead. That's why ahead. it's
0: good. We're at least ahead. This is a weird spot. If we're if we're in this bad shape, like, what are we supposed to? Are, are, should we consider folding? I think maybe we should consider folding. We're out of position. We have to put in ten thousand more. We have the bad flush draw.
1: Yeah. If a spade comes, we can't really fold, I don't think. No, and if a spade doesn't come, and he and he has a nut flush draw or a combo draw, and he goes for the bluff, like, are we really holding on with just a six? I don't think so. Even if we hit a three, we might fold based on this logic we just came up with. Maybe maybe Garrett expects that if the guy has a combo draw or the nut flush draw, that he will check back the river once Garrett calls maybe. and gets to win with a six.
0: I mean, it is pretty strong when Garrett yeah. calls there, right? Garrett looks like he has queen nine or something right. like that now. Um or at least an ace-queen type right, right. Minimum. A good hand. Yeah. That probably isn't folding. Yeah. So maybe that makes it easier. Um, yeah, but so, so is there enough
1: value in this to call? I ask again? I think the reason to call might be just so we have enough hands we can call with. Nice. Because we we raised.
0: So what are... We, yeah, what hands do we have? We have queen nine. We have a few sets. Yeah. And we have uh, combo draws we of different nine, sorts. Six.
1: Probably have 9 six.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. We have 9-6. And we, we've got co- we've got all the combo draws. There's a million yeah. combo draws, actually, out yeah. here, right? Including six X of spades as well as a bunch of straight and flush draws. Yeah. So that's a lot of stuff, at least. That's the good news. Yeah. Um, we're calling with all those hands, though. This is maybe the worst of yeah, those. Yeah,
1: maybe we shouldn't call with this one. I
0: think this is the one we should dump, right? Because like, I'd rather have a straight and flush draw where either we get there or we don't. Yeah than like being in a weird spot with a six where we can get bluffed by the nut. Like the nut flush draw can't own us unless unless we get there. I guess we both make a flush and then we lose a big pot. Fine. But we aren't going to get bluffed by the nut flush draw now if we have the seven, eight of spades or something. It doesn't seem like it. So I think I prefer a fold here, even though it feels tight and weird.
1: It does. I don't think I would do it.
0: In practice, I probably wouldn't do it either. But if we think about what hands we're actually raising on the flop that aren't just bananas hands, this is like the worst of them. I think
1: at this point, yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, yeah, I think you're probably right.
0: Like on the flop, we might have gone with it. If he three bets, maybe we go crazy.
1: We maybe, can't. but I doubt it. We're not
0: gonna. We're not gonna fold though on the flop no, with this we're Yeah, We're going So go. maybe
1: three betting actually makes more, or four, bet, four betting makes more sense than than calling the three bet on the flop.
0: So that we get to the river. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, we might get blown off it on the turn. Yeah, yeah. We're just like. I hope you have aces, man, or, right. or something like that. Yeah. Even a set. Just don't have an ace of space. Actually, even an ace of space is okay. It's, actual, it's all okay.
1: Yeah. That's the good thing about a pair and a flush draw. You're always right. at least okay.
0: Yeah. like Actually, yeah, you don't want him to have the set. That's, yeah. that's by far the worst yeah, of it. it yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think I like a fold here, but I think in practice it's incredibly hard to do. Yep. But agree. now that we're really talking about it, fold feels like, feels like the right play. We well, should have some folds.
1: Garrett does call, and we can't really blame him for it. It's not that bad.
0: It can't be that bad.
1: Yeah. He makes the call. Now the pot is very big. It's 29,400. Garrett's got six three of spades. John Cohen has two red queens on the queen of spades, nine of spades, six of clubs, deuce of clubs board. Head into the river, which is, of course, the six of diamonds.
0: Of course it is. What a sick
1: card. So for the first time in the post-flop hand, John does not have the nuts, but he has the second nuts. So that's pretty good. He's I'm sure love and life. Like that is one of the cards that could have made Garrett beat him, though. Garrett I mean, could have a set of sixes. Fine.
0: Garrett also is going to fast play his sixes on the turn a lot. Yeah, you know, sometimes, especially out of position, he's going to just three bet that a fair amount.
1: Probably. Um,
0: if anything, to balance out some of his crazy flush plays that he might make with some of those hands, because some of those he may three bet yep. one with. I don't know. Probably not too many, but maybe one or two. Um, I don't think we have to worry about the one combo of sixes. We're like, if he's got the combo, if he got the one combo of sixes, he gets all the money. Yep. That's fine. Let's focus on getting all the money from all the other hands, like nine, six. Ooh, that's a good one. Nine, nine. That's a pretty good one, too. There's a lot more combos of those. Yep. Um, Maybe Garrett has the last queen, like ace, queen, and is holding on because all the draws miss. And guess what? The draws continue to miss.
1: I don't know if he's going to call with that, but he might. He might. Either way, Garrett makes trips. Yep. And I have a question that I often ask, and I already have a very clear answer in my head.
0: I know what your question is. All right. Should he lead?
1: Should Garrett lead? Okay. And I have a clear, clear answer. You
0: do? Yeah. Let's hear your clear answer.
1: I want to see if you get it right.
0: Okay. According to the I like. I like that. If you get it right. Not if, not if you agree with me. If you right, This is
1: classic Red Denison. I, w- I did that.
0: Fucking shit. I did that on purpose. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Okay. Well, let me talk it through, because I don't have as clear an answer for you. Um, okay. The reason to lead would be to set sort of set our price on the river. Actually, um, that's powerful. We can really have the six, and this is the only way we have the six. But this is how we have the six. Yeah. Um, I guess we have pocket sixes a little bit, but whatever. I guess we have nine six. Sometimes we made a full house too. Um, one, it defines the hand a little bit more. The problem with leading, of course, is we remove all the bluffs, yep. right? Huge and that problem. to me is that to me, I'd much rather let all the flush draws and straight draws bluff at me then worry about how do I figure this out? Like, I have trip sixes. I'm probably going to check call. Like, that seems pretty straightforward, right? So I want to check and let him and give him all the room because it's a very draw-heavy board um, and let him fire away.
1: Yeah, I think uh, you got it right. Well, congratulations. Fabulous. Checking, I feel great. Checking is correct, although you missed an element that I yeah. was thinking about, which what is, was? like, I, the idea of setting the price is great, but you have to actually think about what you're trying to get called by because when you're setting the price, you want to get called by worse hands sometimes, yeah. right? Like, if we lead now, what are we trying to get called by?
0: I mean, we're trying to get called by someone who overplays other hands, right? That's yeah, but let's like,
1: assume this guy is not a, that guy. Well, right? now
0: all we can get called by is Queen Nine. That's the only hand that might check back.
1: Will but, William, really, really, what? Will it even call when we take this line? Like, we lead after that action on the turn?
0: I mean, all the draws miss and just the six paired. I think Queen Nine's probably
1: calling. <sighs> I don't know, man. I think Nines are calling, I think Queens are calling. Those are not good hands for us. Or well, not those, going, but yeah, we're of grazing, course. Um,
0: again, there's even a question of if Queen 9 can even be here.
1: Yeah, probably not, honestly.
0: But there's three combos of it, at least. Queen 9 suited.
1: I just, um, I if, just if it wouldn't exists, expect that he's got it under the gun.
0: I wouldn't either. This guy seems like he knows what he's doing, and that feels like way out there. I just think there's there. no
1: value in leading at all. Because, like, the guy, we're going to give him some credit and, not, and say he doesn't have an overpair, right?
0: I mean, if, if we feel like he never has hands like aces, then, like, if, if he can show up with aces, I think we should absolutely be leading here. Sure. Because he's going to check that back. Yeah. Um, but if he can't show up with aces, then queen nine suit is really the only hand in the world we're trying to get called by, and there's only three combos of it, and maybe there's zero combos of yeah. it in practice, right? So, yeah. So but, that- but But even more important than that, Maybe not more important, but I really want to give him a chance to bluff.
1: Right. So those those two things in combination make my answer very clear that it's like yeah. a must-check. That's fair. Yeah. Garrett gets it right, too. Congratulations, Garrett. I mean... You're on the right side of history. <laughs> pretty easy. Pretty easy check yeah, once you get raised there, uh, right? It is. All right. If you're John, you have about 40,000 left. Yeah. There's 29,000 in the pot. How do you go about this? I mean,
0: I have a pretty good answer. All right. So if, if we're John, we, we're repping... A very polarized range, right? We're repping the big draws that missed. Yep. And we're repping made hands. Yep. Guess what? Garrett sort of is too. Yep. Garrett either has big draws that missed or pretty strong made hands. Yep. Somehow he actually he has a pretty strong made hand. He's got trips. It
1: kind of looks uh, like he has queen nine.
0: Yep. It really does. Um, he might have nines once in a while, but he might have just, just three bet that. Yeah. But maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, he's got the second nuts on the turning. Nines just... were
1: getting it all anyway, right? Like Garrett's probably check shoving if we don't call on it.
0: this board. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't really matter what we do with against nines. Um, so, but but so if Garrett has Queen Nine, if Garrett has Trip Sixes, the question is how much can we get from those? I would think Trip Sixes is going to have to call a lot, like a huge bet. So, like an all in. All in is one and a half times the pot, right? A little bit
1: less than that. I it's think
0: like we can go for that. 130%. I think we can go for it, right? If Garrett's got. All of Garrett's made hands are pretty freaking strong and should at least consider it because like most of his made hands aren't spades. His current hand actually is spades. I guess sixes are usually gonna be spades. Yeah. So trip sixes is gonna be spades and queen nine isn't. Yeah. Um so so like so he does block spades, which isn't amazing for this whole cool like I missed my draw story that we need him to get in behind. Yeah, and right. if he had a
1: full house like nine and six, you'd expect Garrett would bet the river a lot of the time, right?
0: Um yeah, probably. A full house, probably.
1: Maybe not for the same reasons he didn't bet a six. Maybe. It feels I mean, it's different. sort of all the same it though. Really It feels different, but maybe it's all the same. If
0: you're talking about the like, what can we get called by? It's really yeah. the same. Yeah. It does but feel we block different. nines now. Yeah. Which that's is, that's the good news. Yeah. So now it's just queen queen and one combo of nines. So yeah. it's four combos total. But now then that we that still
1: don't let him bluff when he made a twelve K on the turn. So he might check that anyway.
0: I think he's probably going to check, but he might be checking to check raise depending well, on sizing, okay, depending so on if, the size. If
1: Garrett is going to check nine six. He's going to call any amount with 9-6. I think he has to. Even though it sucks. I think he has to. Yeah.
0: Because, like, I mean, he's whatever. I'm losing to four combos, and you can have big draws.
1: So is your clear answer that John should go all in?
0: I think John's supposed to go all in.
1: I think so, too. Because, like you said, Garrett is polarized here. Garrett usually
0: has trip sixes, top two pair, or an easy fold no matter how much we make. Right. It, I right? don't think
1: he's going to make some massive check raise with a flush draw for no reason. You, un- you block the wrong things with a flush draw. Okay.
0: Here's the other play. We could bet tiny. What if we bet tiny on the river trying to induce against these very strong made hands or the misses that are now like, I mean, should I go
1: for but it? Like 4,000? Yeah. 6,000? 6, even 6,000. Maybe maybe even 9,000. That's still pretty small. It's interesting, but like based on how we played the hand, it doesn't yeah. make any sense for us. Like we're, now we're saying like, yeah, actually I have ace queen. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And like... If we if we're bluffing, it's weird to bluff nine
0: thousand right here. I think right? moving After we it it 12, is clearly better. Than yeah, that. I think you're probably right. I'm just trying to I'm trying to capture value from Garrett's from Garrett's bluffs now too.
1: I don't think we can. Yeah, I think because we made it twelve K on the turn, right. I don't think we can. Yeah, I think you're probably right. We already got the value right by by the twelve like, K. Yeah. Okay, let's just shove. I think that's correct, and that's what John Cohen does. That's cool. Good for him. All right, Garrett, what are you going to do? It's forty into thirty basically. You got trip sixes. I guess the first question is, of course, are we beating any value? I think there's a very obvious answer to that.
0: It seems like the well, answer is no, unless our friend can ever have queen-nine suited. Why would he
1: ever move in with queen-nine suited?
0: Right, because now we have more sixes than ever. Yeah. Yeah. He's not trying to get us off a of chop. And no. he's not trying to... And getting called doesn't matter. So, yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all to move in with queen-nine suited. So now there's... So that. Yeah, okay. Damn. So we beat no value.
1: Yeah, we have to have him bluffing. And by the yeah. way, we block spades.
0: Yeah, that's the thing that's crazy. I mean, it's not crazy, but that's the thing that really like, sort of hurts It's really
1: just ace six, six, seven, five, six, and uh, ace three of spades. Those are the hands we block that he would actually play under the gun. Mm-hmm.
0: But we have two spades in our hand, which is like exactly what we don't want to have yeah. anyway, right? I mean, one of them is a six, so it's, that one's less important ultimately, right?
1: What I'm saying is, our exact spades block those hands only. Yeah, yeah. So four combos of spades that we right, block.
0: Right, but of course, like if there's a six, it's less. That means it's not. He's not bluffing anyway. The right. six of spades. So right, that one, that that block, that blocker doesn't have value That's okay, in terms yeah, of. Um, yeah, we're not unblocking a bluff there. Well, right. the three of spades is the only card that unblocks the bluff. Yeah. Um. So, but but still, we have like we have a, we have spades in our hand. We don't want spades. Right. The thing we don't want is spades. Now we never really get here without spades.
1: Well, we can have 9-6. We,
0: we can have 9-6. That's the only way we get that. And maybe queen-6. But we never have trip-6s without spades.
1: We never have lone trip-6s. That's we, correct.
0: It's impossible, yeah. right? And we never have a 6 We just can't. No, no. So So that's a little weird. So, like, we don't want to have spades. So does that mean we just never call with this hand because we have the wrong cards in our hand? We, because we don't want to have spades? I think we, we call with our full houses. And maybe, maybe then we... Well, of course, we're, we're always calling with our full houses. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe we also call with queen-9 then. Can
1: we call with queen nine? Because now we're blocking. Actually, sense.
0: we have great blockers with queen nine compared to this hand, too. Yeah, queen, I want to call with queen nine. Queen
1: is a better hand to call with.
0: Yeah, now there's one combo of queens, one combo of sixes, and one combo of nines only. Yeah. Now we're losing an overpair, but we just don't think an overpair no, is no, ever no going to play like no, queen this. queen
1: nine is clearly a better call.
0: Yep. So we call with queen nine, and we fold uh, six spades. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. The only problem now is there's a lot more combos of six of spades. Well, are there that many more combos? I mean, there well, aren't that many more but combos. But you're,
1: you're kind of enslaving yourself to balance at this point. Like, I think in practice, you just have to fold this hand against this line.
0: I think you're right. Um, yeah, we don't have to be perfectly... You're right. Uh, we, we're we not going to get exploited very often in this yeah. line, right? Um, and if we know that that's the case, that this guy is extra bluffy, then we can call with trip sixes. Yeah. Even with spades. We can decide to call there. But in general, yeah. Okay, so we call with queen nine. We have a lot, we have a lot of combos of that still. We have... A a jillion combos. We have 14 combos of queen nine we can call with. Yeah. And I don't think we ever show up with any other made hands in practice. Maybe we have pocket nines a little bit, but probably not. Nine six. Nine six, which we're going to call with also, of course. But of course we
1: are. Yeah. Okay. So uh, So we can fold. fold,
0: So we can actually fold six three.
1: He does. He does. Good job, Garrett. He
0: thinks for a really long time. It's a tough,
1: it's not an easy fold to make. It sucks.
0: No, you hit the card that you're like, yes. And then he goes all in and you're like, well, that does fit the story really, really well of queens or nines. Well,
1: here. now that we have done the Garrett part of this analysis, should we reevaluate the John part? Yes. Is it a mistake to go all in, actually? Because when we think about it, we're targeting this type of hand when we go all in. We are absolutely Now, tar- like, Maybe against most players, it works when we get called. Yeah. Maybe against Garrett, we need to think a little bit more. So, how much can we bet to 15 have this? to 20K, something like that. What are we repping then? Kind of the same things, but it's just
0: easier to call. It's a lot easier to call, and maybe Garrett also thinks like, maybe he gets afraid when when the bet net, when it's a pot and a half. Yeah, where he's like, do you still have like all your bluffs here? Because you don't have to bluff that much, right? right. Couldn't you bluff pot or eighty percent of the pot and like feel like that's going to work almost the same amount of the time? Obviously, some people will go for that big over bet bluff, but not often.
1: I mean, for the sake of balance alone, maybe it makes more sense to go all in, but. For the sake of actually getting called by a player like Garrett, maybe it's just a mistake.
0: Is Garrett good enough to fold anyway because he's going to put it all together? Maybe. He's going to say, like, it's the same situation whether he goes all in or he bets 20. I'm getting a better price, but it's the same spot. Maybe. This is still the kind of hand I have to fold. Maybe. Maybe there's no getting value out of Garrett in this spot. Maybe. It's possible. But if Garrett's good enough to fold this, yeah, maybe it doesn't matter. I mean, we could bet eight thousand and get called. I believe that. I assume
1: he'd just be like, "Okay, I flick the chip." Yeah, yeah like
0: maybe you do have aces. Yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, but we're not going for eight thousand here. We want to. Yeah. We want We want a chunky bet and and try and actually get it because we also don't know what Garrett has and Garrett can have nine six. Right, you kind know, of
1: unlucky to be against Garrett in this spot. Like a lot of players are going to call.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, a lot of players are going to call. Garrett's good, man. Yeah. See, see what I was saying. Yeah. This is this is. I like how he played this hand the whole way.
1: Yeah, I think it's really I good. I
0: really love the raise on the flop, and I think he did it for the reasons we came up with, and those reasons are the ones that make the best sense. Yeah. It's really cool.
1: Good job, Garrett. Oh, yeah. Sunlight. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. not gonna show
0: every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them tongue-tied. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the crown. and going to be traveling the globe We still have time to make it.